Hello, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Chilling Venus and Las Venus with Nicole Patrice. Um, this is episode 23. Yes, we end this piece. And if you were paying any attention to my last few episodes, you already knew that this was coming. We talking about the Super Bowl, baby. Woo-woo. Rihanna Bowl, bitch. Woo-woo. Um, yes. If y'all didn't know, the Super Bowl was super lit. Um, you should have been watching it. Two black quarterbacks faced off. Um, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs didn't look too good in the first half. But, baby, did they turn around. They were down 10 before the halftime. And they turned that shit around. The offense, Eagles offense is a beast, though. So, you definitely got to give it up to them. Their offensive line and their defensive line is crazy. But, like, they, they, was, they were – they were running like they had they put on the on the gas first half, but then <sighs> Kansas City just turned that bitch around um, second half, and it was just it was a very good game uh, down to the wire. Even though a lot of people gonna always quote you know the people who weren't too happy with the outcome will be upset about that final um, uh, call uh, incomplete. I believe it was an incomplete pass uh, call at the end that kind of threw the whole game off, but. It is what it is, and here we are. So Chiefs won. Um, Mahomes was the MVP again, second-time MVP, second-time Super Bowl uh, champion. So kudos to that brother. Um, kudos to both teams. Great game. Um, but, yes, now we can get into Rihanna, okay? People were giving mixed reviews. And, you know, I'm going to forgive you. For those who don't know, you don't know your sins. Um, but sis, uh, she came through with the, excuse me, with the um, homage to Andre Talley with the um, red puffer coat. Um, she did the, everybody was calling it the Super Mario Brothers stage, uh, Super Smash Brothers stage. It was hilarious. But um, it was, I liked the stage and it was, it was pretty unique. It was cool. Um, she looks fabulous. I mean, face never declines. Okay. Um. And she revealed that baby bump, baby. I was looking like I ain't want to say nothing. Some of y'all ignorant motherfuckers don't care, though. Y'all get all on the internet. Is she pregnant? Oh, my God. Like, calm the fuck down. Jesus Christ. Let her say what the fuck going on with her body first. God. But, um, sis was rubbing that bump, and she, uh, her publicist made it clear, yes, sis is expecting her second child with ASAP Rocky, so... What a way to, um, you know, make that announcement. Broke the damn internet. Um, but it's crazy because, like, she really was up there performing on this floating, suspended stage. Like, it's just wires, you know, being levitated up and down. Um, in this heavy-ass puffer coat, I'm sure was not, like, with a breastplate on, with all these lights on you out in this damn stadium, you know, first time performing in, like, six years five years and since i feel like she did a great job now of course you can't make everybody happy people were talking about she was lip syncing she definitely had a backing track i mean anybody who knows uh you know who's paid attention to major performances especially when we're talking about in a dome or outside or in you know a big arena like that when the stakes are that high they're gonna have a backing track most artists okay um now of course kudos to those artists who don't do that but like anybody that you know 
knows the game and knows like they it's it's high it's high stakes okay this was all being released on apple music and you know the internet and youtube and so since they had time to be you know no room for real error you know what i mean and it wasn't like no straight up milly vanilli where she was not singing at all you can definitely hear where she was singing so there was it was very apparent on diamonds um when you heard those runs you could hear a couple notes kind of a few of her unsure runs kind of fell, not necessarily flat, but definitely like they weren't hitting like I feel like she intended to. So like you could definitely tell she was singing. Um, definitely Diamonds. Um, and what's the other one? Um, dang, what's the other song? But it was definitely two songs where you could really hear. Whichever one. Oh, Umbrella. You could definitely hear on Umbrella and Diamonds that she was she was actually singing. So there's a there was definitely a backing track and background vocals. Um, but Sis was given, you can hear the fuller sound of her voice and you can actually hear her by herself on, um, a lot of those, especially those slower songs. Um, so y'all can miss me with that. I will not stand for any Rihanna slander, just so you know. Um, but yes, our queen Rihanna, I feel like delivered. Um, and then people were crit criticizing on the internet, her lackluster performance. And I'm like, don't y'all look stupid when you found out she was up there with child. Get your dusty ass out of here. Like, let me see you perform with child in front of all them thousands, hundreds of thousands of people after you have been not doing it for five years. Period. Our queen, don't do us. Um, so, yes, I thoroughly enjoy Rihanna's performance. I was screaming at the TV. If you were not, you're a hater. That's all I got to say. Um, so congratulations to Miss Rihanna. I saw some people taking it a little too far, though, saying she was better than Michael Jackson. Like, um, I'm gonna need y'all to stop that bullshit. Michael Jackson, I will never have the conversation about him. That man was the GOAT. Like, how many people had people falling out, passing out, and he wasn't even moving? He would just stand there and people would be fainting. Like, he sent people to the hospital by just standing still on stage. Like, who doing that? Nobody. Stop it. Okay. Your favorite artist, favorite artist, like quit playing. We're not having this conversation. Like something's really wrong with you. If you think that there's a conversation to be had around Michael Jackson, I saw Kiki Palmer and her boyfriend. I see, I was starting to like him and him and his friends, they was on a live with Kiki Palmer sitting there trying to uh, do a battle between like Chris Brown and Michael Jackson and somebody else they was putting up. No, it was Drake versus Michael Jackson. I mean, like, stop. Okay, it's time for bed, kids. Please. Like, y'all y'all definitely up too late. That was a damn shit. I had to turn the live off because I was getting heated. Woo, child. But anyway, uh, so back to, so yeah, the Super Bowl was lit. Oh, I meant to also, I found out that um, this was the first time two brothers faced off. So you had not just black brothers <laughs> as quarterbacks, but actual brothers, blood brothers, which they were white, but still we talking about those other type of you know what I'm saying, black people. It's not the Ebonics brothers, like actual biological brothers. Um, Travis and Jason Kelsey. So that was pretty cool um, that they were facing each other um, in the Super Bowl. And uh, boy, Travis Kelsey, he more black than um, than uh, Mahomes. I'm like, he get up there, he on that time. I ain't now one of y'all. Ain't now one of y'all say the Chiefs was going to win. I'm like, who done talked this man now? One of y'all. Let me find out. What's going on with the the white boys be more black now than the black boys? And it's really starting to trip me the fuck out. Okay. I'm going to start getting DNA tests on all you bitches. Um, but yeah. So congratulations to Travis Kelsey. I knew his mom. I was like, me and my daughter were talking about it. I was like, I bet you his mom is going to have on like both the boys, um, both of her sons. 
teams. And of course, she had the split jacket with one sleeve said Eagles, one sleeve said Chiefs. So that was pretty cool. Um, I don't know how you would pick. Like, how do you pick? Like, I don't. That's that's fun. That's just a fun scenario to be in. And I think they even said like they used to joke about it before. Um, you know, it actually materialized. Like, man, what if we played each other in the Super Bowl? So I'm sure that's a dream come true. That alone. Um, and I feel like, I mean, hey, hopefully they ain't got no competition between them. So it was, uh, you know, all love. I mean, healthy competition between them. So it was all love. Um, but, yeah, Mahomes was looking crazy in the uh, first half after he got his ankle all twisted up. But he came back and he, he did his thing. Um, so shout out to that. Um, oh, and shout out to uh, Paris Gobel. She did the choreo for uh, Rihanna. People have been making fun. Uh, the, uh, the dancers because they had all their white suits like one was like my immune cells coming to uh, fight <laughs> disease or some shit like the dance moves and then this uh, girl Christy Sarah I think on Instagram she's stupid as hell she was doing she was like uh, Rihanna's background dancers moves in real life the shit is hilarious because they actually they were doing like the least <laughs> but it looked cool as a set like all together so shout out to Paris Gobel because she raw um they were they were very like simple moves but they they fit the songs very much and it was just the movement I just love her as a choreographer like she from New Zealand and she just got this like the style the hip-hop style that she throws into her choreo is so like understated sometimes but the hit the way it hit the beats and the expression of the lyrics for me, is the best part of her choreography. So shout out to her. Um, so yeah, I'll probably clip in some like internet reactions and stuff. But that was hella lit. Um, all right, so the internet was researching and they found out that Beyonce might be voguing y'all because somebody saw um, it was like a zoomed in pic of her knee from the Grammys and they were like, uh, "Sis, hello, did you?" Bruise your knee up, learning how to Vogue. So if y'all got them Beyonce tickets, maybe she Voguing. We gonna see. Y'all better send me the video. I want, I mean, cause I can't get them tickets. I'm gonna have to live vicariously through y'all ass. Cause Beyonce ain't gonna have me sleeping on the street. Shit, the fuck. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's gonna be lit. Um, all right. So in other news, more seriously, um. Uh, I really feel like I have more to talk about with the Super Bowl, Rihanna. Uh, y'all was tripping about, like, her song selections and stuff. But, I mean, what y'all wanted her to do. I like how they were editing in the little um, clips of, like, more of the B-sides. Like, um, nah, 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 come on. Uh, S&M. Um, what else did they slip in there? Um, she kind of gave us a full rude boy. It was um, Man Down. She snuck in there. Um... Dang, that other one, that's my jam. Um, I can't think of it. Not Rockstar 101. I love me some Rihanna. Damn, I wish I could. I need. I should have watched it again before I did this uh, so I could remember. But it was a couple of them that was pretty cool. Okay, Super Bowl commercials was tripping me out. Um, the Flash movie, I can't believe they got Michael Keaton. Like, are you serious? Like, go, go ahead, Michael Keaton. I ain't mad at you. If you're going through a midlife crisis, honey, 
Go for it, man. I just know. Uh, I hope you had a stun double, baby. But Michael Keaton definitely. Uh, he he looked. You know, from what I saw the commercial, he looked like he ready to serve. So I ain't mad at you, Michael Keaton. Get it on with your original Batman self. Um, Serena Williams getting in her uh, alcohol bag. She did like two different alcohol commercials. I'm like, damn, Remy and uh, Cavassier or some shit. She out there getting her bag. But I'm trying to figure out what's up with this makeup. Like, when you get so light skinned, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm, I love you, Serena. Um, these Jesus He Gets Us commercials was tripping me out, though. Did y'all see them? The people was like arguing each other's face and they were showing like humanity at its worst or whatever. And it's like, Jesus loves us even if we're blah 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 it's like all right bro calm down um now i gotta sign into apple news don't play with me um they were saying though that even though they're trying to make it like this whole altruistic like we are the world agape united front of you know humanity that a lot of the people that sponsored this ad um actually this campaign uh ad is act are actually very conservative um very much you know, against LGBTQIA, um, you know, immigration, um, abortion. So, like, eh, yeah, I don't know how it go. Yeah, Alliance Defending Freedom, a conservative Christian legal group, um, is one of the um, donors of tens of millions of dollars. Uh, the Servant Foundation, I'm sorry. So, the Servant Foundation... I'm going to just read the whole quote because I'm all off. According to research compiled by Jake Cobain or whatever, a left-leaning news outlet. So there's that part. The Servant Foundation has donated tens of millions to the Alliance Defending Freedom, a conservative Christian legal group. The ADF has been involved in several legislative pushes to curtail LGBTQ rights and quash non-discrimination leg legislation in the Supreme Court. Um, so yeah, a lot of the donors who choose to remain anonymous, Hobby Lobby co-founder David Green claims to be a big contributor to the ass multi-million dollar coffers, but we know Hobby Lobby has famously been at the center of several legal controversies, including the support of anti-LGBTQ legislation and successful year-long legal fight that eventually led the Supreme Court allowing companies to deny medical coverage for contraception on the basis of religious belief. So so, Hobby Lobby, shout out to y'all bitch asses. Um, so, yeah, um, CNN, that was all from CNN. Anywho, folks is wild, bro. So, yeah, they out here getting their agenda on during the Super Bowl. Them odds, those um, uh, ads definitely caught me um, off guard. I was like, what is this? But anyway, enough about that bullshit. Y'all know what's going on in the world. It's spiritual warfare. Um, I mean, like, I'm look, I'm always for do what the fuck as long as you're doing what you want to do and it's making you happy and i don't care i mean if you're doing what you don't want to do and it's not making you happy that's on your goofy ass but my point is like as long as you're not hurting anyone in your in your actions um you know then you know do you um sometimes people don't know they're hurting people so i mean if you are being hurt i don't I don't say don't speak up against that, but, like, it shouldn't be this whole, like, vehement, like, denial of people's rights to choose their lives and their paths because you're, like, holding on to some tradition or 
ideology that everybody don't have to share. Like, calm your goofy ass down, nigga. You just got here just like I did. Like, calm the fuck down. You came betwixt two legs, nigga. You put your pants on one leg at a time, nigga. Okay? Like, you don't get to dictate to me how I live my goddamn life. Calm the fuck down. So, y'all need to chill, bro. You need to chill. Um, so, yeah, there's that. So, enough about the Super Bowl and the ass. What else I had to talk about? Oh, so, Valentine's Day. Um, I'm actually recording this on Valentine's Day. Shout out to me and my Modelo. Um, I don't have a man, and it's fine. It's okay. I have no self. I have self-worth. I have self love i love me i love myself yeah and i have not have not masturbated for a while i'm proud of that um <laughs> i don't need to i'm full of love full of life full of it um so yeah uh so valentine's day uh i know a lot of people would be stressing Y'all need to calm that shit down. Um, one thing I want to say, um, stop fucking texting me happy Valentine's Day if you, A, know I don't want to fuck you, and B, you don't want to fuck me. Like, those are the rules. Like, stop. Stop. Don't text me happy Valentine's Day if we are not about to fuck. If you know I'm not trying to fuck you and you're not trying to fuck me, why are you texting me happy Valentine's Day? Because that is the true meaning of Valentine's Day. Is it not? Is it not what you thought? It was just love? Get your goofy ass out of here. Hallmark cards? Get your goofy ass. Looper Kalia, okay? So all you bitches that was sending me the chain message three, you send that shit on Valentine's Day. You don't send no Valentine's Day message to me, okay, bitch? Get the fuck out of here with this shit, okay? And if you one of these niggas that's been blocked, why? Why are you texting me, dog? If I didn't block you on social media, why are you texting me? If I or or worse, I don't answer none of your messages. So I've seen your message. I left your shit on red. Why are you texting me? Nigga, you ain't even asked me out for no date and you text me how it's happy Valentine's Day. Like, nigga, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? You need to be the date, alcohol, fucking, then Valentine's Day text. Like, get your shit together, okay? Y'all all backwards and I don't understand. I don't understand. But yeah, I'm not, we're not doing the Valentine's text if you ain't trying to bust it. I'm trying to bust it. Back to what I was saying. But that's in the true spirit of Valentine's Day, is it not? Y'all got to know y'all pagan roots, nigga. Lupercalia, okay? They was flogging and physically abusing women, okay? Lupus, wolf, from the Latin root, wolf. Oh, okay? It was animal time, okay? They was out there, the men was out there, killing goats and dogs and then they was taking the skin off of the goats and dogs and they lined the bitches up and the bitches was happy to be lined up because they was like oh my god i'm so infertile spank me and it of course it could have been they dumbass all the wine and shit they was drinking a weird shit they was doing with the other animals and boys and shit like that so who knows what the fuck was wrong with they dick but no the bitches was convinced it was them and so they lined up in the street was like spank me with this goat hide and they did it that's the root of fucking Valentine's Day. So you bitches that's mad because you didn't get a gift or you didn't get a date or you're not with the one you love, be happy you're not getting flogged in the street and made to have coitus with some fucking imp impotent nigga and you getting blamed for the shit why he can't have no fucking child. The fuck? Lupercalia, y'all. Do your fucking, do your research. Goddamn, I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of knowing this shit and y'all don't fucking know.
leave me out of this shit texting me that bullshit unless you trying to motherfucking flog me i don't want your message in the true spirit okay but yes um <laughs> i don't need no help with fertility bitch okay i got this all right i've had two i'm done okay so you know you don't don't flog me for that reason okay we'll talk we'll talk no we won't you probably blocked um so yeah Speaking of Galentine's, Valentine's back to Galentine's. I went to a Galentine's Day event. Uh, it was like a networking event. It was cool. Um, it's just I realized why I don't have a lot of female friends. You bitches love to hear yourselves talk. And you ain't saying shit. Just talking loud and saying nothing. I know the same could be said about me. But bitch, you're wrong. I got plenty to fucking say. And it's worth hearing. But your dumbass, we heard you. You said it. And then you keep saying it. Shut the fuck up. Nobody cares. Okay? Go have a child and say this shit to their ass. Write a book, bitch. Write in your journal. I don't know what to tell you. No. Start a podcast. See? There you go. Options, bitch. Okay? I'll teach you the game. Um, so yeah, we were talking about friendship and it was supposed to be a networking event, you know, whatever it was, the, the, the net wasn't really working, but I'll give them another chance that they have another one next year. Um, but yeah, um, it was, it's just wild though. So I had, I ended up going to this thing, um, by myself, but a few of the other women like was with their friends and all of that stuff. And it got a little emotional. Bitches was crying and shit. I, I guess some, something inside of me is very broken because, First of all, I'm not doing tears with strangers. Like, I'm not doing tears with strangers. The fuck? <laughs> Bitch, what? this is a therapy session. Y'all supposed to go have this shit behind closed doors with somebody you trust and pay, likely. Okay? I'm not listening to this shit for fucking free. So, I mean, I get it. You know, it was a moment for us to be vulnerable and transparent and, like, lean on each other. But I don't know you bitches. I have trust issues. I just cannot. I just I just cannot. So, yeah, uh, we were talking about how people learn how to make friends initially as children. It's a lot easier than when we get older because uh, people make friends because we want to play with each other, you know, and we don't have all of these obligations and standards that we set for each other. And then we uh, also make the mistake of gravitating towards people who feel familiar to us, us, whether or not they're good for us or not. And of course, as you get older, you, you know, you get hurt and you develop this thicker skin and you put up barriers and you start to filter people out hopefully a lot more wisely, but sometimes you can still be making those same traumatic bonds with people just because they feel familiar. I've been guilty, still do it, but you know, fuck y'all. I'm gonna just keep all y'all at a distance until I figure this shit the fuck out. Um, <laughs> uh, but we did talk about how you need to give that love to yourself. And I feel like a lot of people struggle with that. Um, people think that they're giving that love to themselves because they, and one of the uh, speakers talked about this because, you know, you take a bath or you go get your pedicure or you go get your hair and your nails done. You go eat the things you like to eat. You take yourself on that vacation. But are you giving yourself the full love and cooperation that you deserve when, uh, you're not having positive self-talk, when you're not setting boundaries, when you're not believing in your dreams or believing in yourself and going for the things that you that make you afraid doing things that make you afraid you know um getting over your fears uh moving past whatever obstacles and barriers that not only uh other people have put in your way but you yourself have and continue to put in your way i feel like that's 
the root of self-love is giving yourself the room to grow on every possible level, not just physically or financially, but also spiritually and emotionally and mentally. So a lot of that stuff gets ignored when we think self-love in this very small box of, you know, pampering myself. Like, nah, bitch, sometimes you don't even deserve that massage. Go sit your ass down and read a fucking book and, and write down some goals and some do's and don'ts for yourself before you just go hand the money to the Asian lady and think that's how you're going to solve your problem. She ain't got damn Judah Christian murder, okay? Anyway, uh, setting boundaries, self-healing. Oh, also learning love languages. So as far as with other people, and even with yourself, you definitely need to learn your love languages. So I thought that was a great takeaway. I did a love language test um, a few years ago, and I just did one uh, after, too, because she told us that we need to do them regularly which i didn't think of that either like oh okay you do because you do kind of change your you know it's raining hard out here um you do change your love style you know over the years and stuff i feel like my self-love style or my love language um it'd be wrong when i take the test because i'm like i know i'm like well okay i think my tier so my test one of my tests came out like uh acts of service and then like physical touch but I feel like I'm more like I feel like I'm more like words of affirmation so acts of service words of affirmation then physical touch but I be liking physical touch sometimes I just be like fuck whatever you're talking about because you could be lying like you can give me words of affirmation and you could do acts of service but then you could be super resentful about it um but then also physical touch could just be some fucking superficial shit too so there's that um quality time like i I want them all what's wrong with me y'all am i selfish because i want them all what's y'all love language can y'all do y'all really have one that stick out more than the other or do you be feeling like you just want all that shit at once because i I feel like i want it all and that's my problem like bitch i'm gonna give it all to you why you can't give it all to me period in equal shares period can't win them all i'll be trying them so yeah, um, so that was great to kind of get into that. Um, they briefly talked about like competition between women and I feel like that is my main problem. Like why I don't have a lot of female friends. Not to say that they're necessarily consciously being competitive or I'm consciously being competitive, but I do feel like because I am so um, ambitious and uh, well-rounded, I guess, in so many activities, that it does intimidate some people and therefore it becomes this like, um, ooh, I'm, I'm in my bra, y'all. I'm in my uh, robe. I'm sorry. I forgot I was slashing y'all a little bit. Because um, <laughs> the children's dream is my spin is Nick at night. I ain't get y'all no Nick at night in a minute. And it's Valentine's Day and I got my modelo. So I was like, let me just get out here and be a little, a little relajada. Un poquito relajada con ustedes que no, right? So yeah, um, it's just feel like sometimes we get competitive with each other and it's unwarranted. Like, I don't want to be like tripping about, you know, you did something that I wish I could have did and vice versa. Like, but I saw when I feel that energy, like I step back. Um, but I know like you, usually if I'm friends with a chick and I feel like she's doing something 
better than me or like something I would like to do or I feel like she making me feel less than in a certain area or whatever like not intentionally of course like if she intentionally like throwing some shit in my face and like you know whatever then that's a whole other thing but I mean like when she just doing her and that shit making me feel away making me feel small like I usually take that I can't say it's it's all the time like I can't say 100% every fucking time I don't feel away but as I've gotten older, for sure, I take that as a cue to, like, step my shit up or be inspired by her and be like, wow, okay, what's this doing that, you know, I need to figure out for me? So, I don't know. I just wish people would, like, learn how to, like, just let shit go. Like, you know, if you, you're not meant to do everything perfectly, you're not meant to be the best at everything, and some people are in your life to inspire you um maybe not to do exactly what they're doing but to like find your way to do it on that level or whatever level that you're capable of like everything everybody ain't gotta be the goat like you know what i mean like i don't know i just don't understand that shit like i ain't got time to be competing with nobody else like one lady did say the same thing that i always say is like i'm only in competition with myself like i'm trying to be a better me from day to day that's it. I don't have time to compete with nobody else. And it's stupid because no one will ever be me and I will never be another bitch. So what the fuck we competing for? Like that shit is a waste of time. And it just shows how immature you are. Like if you're constantly feeling threatened by another person's existence and what they're doing, like, um, I just feel like a lot of times my energy just intimidates people. Like I don't even have to know people. Like it's just, I don't know because I'm so, um, I'm such a free person. Like, I just feel like that freedom and this, I don't have a real fear of nothing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think if any fears I could pinpoint is just like this fear of like being misunderstood sometimes creeps in. But then eventually I'll talk myself out. Like, if I feel like that shit is paralyzing me, I'll just be like, what the fuck I'm worried about with this motherfucking feel about me? You know what I mean? So that's, that's like pretty much it. Other than that, like, I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> like, I really fucking don't. So it's like, that shit is intimidating to somebody who constantly questioning themselves, who constantly trying to be a people pleaser, who constantly is looking for validation outside themselves. Like, fuck that shit um so yeah i mean shit get like me no you ain't gotta worry about that do you if you want to be a fucking petty competitive scared snake in the grass bitch who am i to stop you i love you still but stay your fucking snaky ass over there okay um so yeah that was that so Valentine's day i didn't even know that was a thing until this year but i did that and it was cool so i think one thing i definitely need to work on though is setting boundaries a little bit more like um, I've done better, but my thing is like when I set boundaries, I get a little tight. Like I'd be like, this is my boundary. You know what I mean? Instead of being like, remember when we had that conversation and I told you that I didn't like when people did this or I prefer if you would do X, Y, Z. Well, you're not adhering to my request. So I'd like for you to reassess that, um, and understand why I need to take a moment to myself or step back and reevaluate our relationship um and whether or not i'd like to engage anymore see i don't get to do that i just get all and i gotta figure that out i don't get too no more but like it'd be enough where like i feel myself getting tight and i'd be like i'd be like this close to slapping the fuck out of your ass just this close you know and i don't want to slap the fuck out of nobody so that's growth 
Um, so yeah, State of the Union address. Um, so he didn't talk about how we trying to blow up all these uh magical fucking Chinese spy balloons that keep appearing now and shit, but whatever. Um, but he did talk about um a whole lot of other shit that he probably not gonna get done because you know they lost the majority, I believe, in the Senate, but it's whatever. But my greatest takeaways from the State of the Union was like, um, they was really online talking about um Kamala got a mask on and she not really heard, but who knows? We might have a bunch of reptilian actors and shit playing um people. But I mean you got deep fakes and shit, so like why go through all of that? But who knows? Um but Kamala like she was sitting back there looking like you know how like the slow kid get up and do a um performance or a speech and shit and the teacher was just trying to um keep it together. That's what Kamala was looking at, like, behind Joe the whole time. Like, she knew he was going off script during the school play, but she was a little proud of him because he was, he still was, like, delivering, you know what I mean, a little bit. So, that was, that was weird. Um, And she just had a weird looking face, like, her face just wasn't moving normally. So, I don't know, Kamala lay off the fucking um, anti-Asian treatments, okay, sis? Um, But, yeah, he said some shit about more Americans apply for new businesses, and that's a sign of hope and I was like nigga the fuck or desperation <laughs> like the fuck <laughs> nigga <laughs> nigga said fuck it I can't get no job let me just start something okay start selling oranges and bananas and shit let me start selling labels for you know weed packets or some shit I don't know niggas is desperate now they create they get creative let me start making beats on the weekend you know it's, it's that don't mean nothing Joe started a business ain't no sign of hope nigga we is desperate like did you see that shit they talking about the fucking computer chip shortage and shit now that shit affecting not only the cars so cars is getting crazy the price of cars is going up um because of the computer chip shortage but now that chip shortage is affecting um credit cards and shit because they like if you need a replacement credit card you might have to wait a while for it because the chips are you know in demand child it's talking about all these tech jobs, getting layoffs and shit. All these people that went to school thinking they was going to work for a big tech company like Google and then Google laying off all these thousands, tens of thousands of workers. Like, it's getting insane out here. But, okay, Joe, whatever. Keep lying. Um, I understand, uh, too, uh, that, uh, oh, I was about to say, um, that's what I was going to say. Why the fuck, um, Joe, like, be he just be running his words together like i don't know what the fuck he be saying i really be looking at the sign language interpreter like somebody help me because i don't fucking know like do they require sobriety tests for executive office i don't i don't fucking i don't think so not at all i mean why would you like niggas can grab bitches by the pussy anybody can be break president uh pregnant <laughs> anybody can be pregnant <laughs> president okay it's not the modelo talking it's just me <laughs> um yeah and then the house looked like under fucking stockholm syndrome like they just look crazy and then sarah huckabee with her uh response like oh my god i just thought i couldn't i cannot take looking at her face no more please god if Please don't let that woman become president because I don't want to have to look at her fucking face, bro. That shit just, I feel like that's the face of fucking hell, bro. Like, I just cannot. Like, I'm sorry. That bitch, that bitch uglier than a dog, bro. Like, she look like motherfucking, you know, like the motherfucking pugs and shit. Like, when they first born and shit. Like, that's what that bitch look like. But worse. 
bitch ugly as fuck. Like, I just, I can't. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, but I cannot with Sarah Huckabee. Like, look up that face ass. Ugh, it's just, it's too much. Anyway, but looks are not all that matters. She's also a fucking horrible person from what I can tell. So that's another reason why I just hope she never becomes, um, she never gets higher office. Like, she's the governor of whatever the fuck, Arizona, some shit goofy ass. Anyway, shout out to niggas in Arizona. Good luck to you niggas. Um, yeah, so I just, Kamala couldn't stop giggling, so that was tripping me out. She, like, she had one of them fucking bullets in her panties or some shit that was tied to every lie Joe Biden. So I was like, oh, yes, another lie Joe. <laughs> Face ass. She was having a good ass time up there for no reason. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know what y'all gonna do out here, bro. That's y'all president, bro. I ain't voting for none of these niggas no more, bro. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take my chances. You know what I mean? I'll do local elections and you know, representatives and shit, but I'm not I'm not worried about these niggas because they all liars, bro. Uh, it was a fabuloso recall. <laughs> I know Abuelas was losing it, B. Um, how the fuck the Fabuloso had motherfucking bacteria in it? Motherfuckers was hella confused, like, wait a minute. Fabuloso don't got, it's not antibacterial. Like, no, you goofy ass niggas. Like, y'all slow as fuck. This is what's wrong with y'all. Y'all don't read. Where do we say antibacterial on Fabuloso? It don't. Fabuloso is just smell. It's smell and water. Like, nigga, that's it. That's what Fabuloso is. Bubbles, smell, and water. That's it. It's grape water. <laughs> it's grape fucking water bubbles. And you niggas really thought, but Abuela not playing that shit. She needed that shit. Um, and I'm sure a lot of Abuelas was pissed off. I, I had to go check my Fabuloso bottles. They were like 20 lot numbers off from the lot numbers. I'm like, okay, I guess I can trust it. Um, but yeah, y'all, like Fabuloso is not disinfecting. So yeah, it makes sense that, yeah, they was literally selling y'all bacteria in a bottle is what a time to be fucking alive, bro. Can't even trust the Fabuloso. Um, Chelsea Handler did a skit about being a childless woman, and niggas is mad, bro. Like, pissed. Like, just mad. Let me see if I pull up this bullshit. Bro, these niggas was pissed, bro. She said, just another day in the life of a childless woman. She just, it was ridiculous. Like, you, uh, y'all need to go watch it. But she's talking about how she go on all these adventures and she go back in time. She invented a time machine um, and went to go kill Hitler and shit. It was so ridiculous. It was funny as hell to me. But a lot of these men was hella triggered. Uh, and women. Uh, yeah. I've seen women invent time machines and have kids. My wife lives shit that I did all the time. Okay, guy, get your fucking marriage problems off the internet, bro. Um, it would be difficult to concoct a more sad, selfish existence than the one just put forth. Bro, the number of people that are triggered by women who choose to not have a baby is absurd to me. Like, and y'all wonder why abortion is back on the table. Like, it's like, these motherfuckers really want to tell women what to do with their fucking uterus, but then y'all can go skeet in a pussy and then disappear at your fucking leisure and shit. It's just wild to me, right? Fuck out of here, bro. Or stick around and be a detriment to the woman and the child. But whatever. Go off, son. Um, Yeah, so 
angry conservative men, basically. And it ain't even just conservative men. A lot of these liberal men feel the same way, bro. It's just wild to me. Like, women have the choice. If they don't want to have fucking babies, that's their right. And then when, she, and then when you got a woman that go and have seven babies, eight babies, now y'all want to say she having too many. Well, she's balancing out the fucking ecosystem, bitch. Calm the fuck down. You can't win them all. I mean, like, I, I've never understood this shit, but it's starting to really be clear to me that there's just so many men who are angry that they are not fucking father material like i had a guy say some shit to me like oh i'm a unicorn and you know uh I, I'm, I'm this old and i'm not had a child or no woman hear me out in all of these years has found you to be a fucking suitable fucking partner okay how about that like let's stop thinking that because you have not had a child at x age that you are like some fucking golden rule standard of male you know, uh, partnership. Like, no, nigga, this is actually probably because nobody was stupid enough to let your seed enter into their fucking womb and impregnate them. Like, that, that, or the, or she didn't even know on a fucking conscious level, but her fucking egg rejected your fucking weak ass sperm or sperm or your fucking sperm was so fucking drunk. It couldn't make it to no fucking eggs. Let's stop thinking that because you're fucking 50 years old and haven't had a fucking kid that you're some motherfucking elite guy worth worshiping. Like what the fuck is wrong with y'all, bro? You know how many bitches try to trap niggas all the time with babies and your ass is bragging about not having no kids nigga just say you're fucking pathetic and move the fuck on okay like play the sympathy card okay like because this this chip on your shoulder ain't getting it okay i'm fucking 60 and i'm going through a midlife crisis and i've yet to procreate Ooh, impress me don't you bro it's it's wild out here i'm just saying and you i'm i'm really starting to realize like age is not a fucking factor like these niggas these 30 year old niggas are just as bad as these 50 year old 60 year old niggas like i need y'all to fucking go get some fucking help bro who told y'all y'all were god's gifts to this fucking earth jesus christ and then y'all want to get on here with this kevin samuels bullshit about women need to lower their fucking standards so yeah so we can fucking be happy that we settle for someone is fucking useless as you no thank you sir like get the fuck out of here if i gotta hire 10 niggas to do your job i would rather than have you suck the life out of me for fucking free or at some cost i'm good i'm so good i remember some dude telling me like oh yeah that's yes you when you move how you gonna have somebody move your furniture like nigga a moving company the fuck like nigga you really think i'm gonna have sex with some nigga i don't like just so i can have somebody to move a fucking couch for me once every fucking five to ten years the fuck out of here just shell out my fucking four hundred dollars to some movers and then tell them to kick rocks like i want to tell your ass the fuck out of here even though the last time i hired some movers dude uh took the um screw out of my fucking tv stand and then try to call back like oh i found your screws yeah well you can fucking keep them nigga like you know they sell those things like at home depot you fucking weirdo fuck out of here he really thought he was coming back for some screws or oh i love it the um the guy who installed my ADT system tried to look at my password so he could fucking figure out how to access my shit and um i was like what are you doing caught his ass he was so busy doing that stupid shit and you know i figured that and i changed the password real quick um but he was so busy trying to do that stupid shit the nigga left his fucking ladder at my house and then try to call back and slickly like be like, oh, how's everything working with that shit? Get your creepy fucking ass away from me. And he couldn't even ask me for the ladder. He had a balls ass for the fucking ladder, dumbass nigga. No, not coming to get the fucking ladder. 
because he knew it was a no. Like, you tried to be a creepy fucking weirdo and get my motherfucking passcode to my fucking alarm system. And that shit happened to somebody in, like, Texas or something somewhere where, like, the ADT guy had gotten their login and was, like, looking at them on the in-home cameras and shit. Like, nigga, y'all is weird weird so i mean if the nigga i just hired and i don't even know has the balls to do some weird shit like that like imagine me dealing with a nigga that i know is weird on a long-term basis thinking that somehow that's gonna be that's like entitling me to like free fucking services negative okay it's not fucking worth it at all i will just hire niggas and fire niggas at my leisure thank you very much little modello to that Anyway, so yeah, that shit was funny. Niggas is really mad about Chelsea Handler making a joke. Like I said, I don't even find this bitch hilarious or funny or entertaining half the time. But that shit was fucking hilarious. Like, she had me fucking rolling. And they mad. And they mad. All right. And so I guess that's it, ladies. Uh, Keep your pussy tight. You know what I'm saying? Don't give it up to nobody that you ain't trying to give it up to. You don't have to have no babies you don't want to fucking have at whatever time. Or you can go have multiple fucking babies. Um, you know what I'm saying? ASAP Rocky style. You know what I mean? Yeah. Niggas killing me with that shit too. Why he won't marry her? Bitch, mad your fucking business. If she happy having this nigga's babies out of wedlock, let her do what the fuck she gotta do. Rihanna ain't fucking worried about shit, bro. I'm sure she not worried about shit, bro. Let her do her, bro. Just let people do them, dog um so yeah that was it y'all for the most part so hopefully this all recorded the audio yay if it didn't i'm gonna write y'all a motherfucking letter i'm gonna send a raven to you hoes each and every one of yous all right y'all have a great day chillers in this mas Venus. um i'm looking forward to uh spraying and a break in this weather and uh, i'm gonna keep working out here and uh drinking my beers and wine no i'm gonna take a break again again um it's not been that bad this was literally just a case that i bought for super bowl sunday and i enjoyed my game alone i made my daughter watch with me and she enjoyed it briefly um so i appreciate her for entertaining indulging me and my trying to teach her how to uh, watch football moment that was interesting um oh i'm i skipped this police gangs there was a chick on a uh, Cerise Castle. All right, so I'll link that. But she was talking about how she basically been investigating police gangs and she began in trouble. This was in, uh, I believe, San Diego Sheriff's Department. And people really find this to be unbelievable. But it's like y'all do know that police started as slave catchers. Um, so there, I don't know how, what's ungang like about that. And then you go, I mean, you can look at Chicago mob culture, how the aldermen shit, Valentine's day massacre, literally Al Capone and the police hooked up to fucking kill a rival gang, like the fuck out of here. So like y'all tripping bro. So, uh, they were talking about Memphis's, uh, uh, elite scorpion unit is who killed tyree nichols um and there's an article uh by katherine katherine long and jack newsom where they talk about dozens more uh like it around the country um and that these basically these units come together they're military trained a lot of them but they're very much you know positioned to fight crime based on this 
fucking warped ass research that says that they need to concentrate like really tough police units to crack down on gangs and violence and organized street crime. But then they themselves become organized street crime. Um, you know, if you watch like Into Deep or any of these undercover cop movies, like you already know, or if you lived in these streets or lived in a black neighborhood, a black or brown, you know, neighborhood, you already know how this shit go. I've seen with my own eyes cops overstep their fucking authority, planting shit on people, following and picking on somebody just because they look a certain way and they're just so sure that this person is doing XYZ. Um, Breonna Taylor died as a result of one of these uh, organized crime units, um, elite units. Um, so yeah, they they become so aggressive, they get above the law, and then they just become a lawless fucking gang. And there's they're worse than street gangs because they have no overseer. There's no one to check them um, until it's too fucking late. And you know these mayors and these uh, police chiefs and these research units. Uh, that, that fund them and that advocate for them, they don't want to say they're wrong until it's fucking too late because this is their pride. This is their bread and butter. This is where they're getting all these, um, you know, these militarized uh, uh, tech, you know, technology and, 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 and force and uh, funding, you know, and then they can point at these stupid skewed numbers and say, see, look, we're solving crime. We're, we're, look at all these arrests we made. Look at all these drugs we, 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 uh, confiscated and it's like but yeah but at what cost there was one um talking about oh my god can i find it one of these motherfuckers they said was stealing the cocaine this was in chicago i want to say was stealing the cocaine let me find this shit hold on hold on hold on hold on that shit was wild bro um bro hold on Every drug dealer out of Georgia. Da, 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 da. Yeah, police officials admit the squad does little to reduce the flow of drugs into the city or the demand for them. Right? This is in Atlanta. They're talking about uh, in one of those quotes. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we go. Los Angeles Police Department robbery focused special investigation section was embroiled in so many shootouts that it was branded the Death Squad. And its crash team was broken up in 2000 after a member who had been caught stealing cocaine from the evidence locker and replacing it with Bisquick pancake mix flipped on his colleagues in what became known as the Rampart Scandal. Okay, uh, Chicago, I think, had a, a clip here. Hold on, let me see if I can find that one. Bro, it's like OC. Oh, here we go. Uh, so decades before Atlanta ended its elite unit operations, Detroit scrapped its stress anti-robbery squad in the seventies after members shot dozens of rounds into an apartment where off-duty Wayne County deputies were playing poker, killing two. Chicago disbanded its special operations section in 2007 amid a wide-ranging corruption scandal prosecutors ultimately charged 13 of its members with breaking into homes to rob residents and conducting illegal traffic stops to shake down drivers. 11 pleaded guilty and two went to prison, including one who admitted to ordering a hit on a fellow officer he believed was collaborating with the federal investigation. 
I mean, like, what the fuck, bro? Like, and so I'm just, I'm saying all this to say, and I'll, I'll link this whole article. I'm saying all this to say is, can we think before we say more police? Like, this is what defund the police means, and y'all get crazy about it. So, yeah, abolish the police does get a little crazy sounding. But, honestly, you do have to think of it that way because it's like, we need to start the fuck over. Like, I'm, they're not saying necessarily you, you don't have a crime enforcement unit or crime enforcement measures, but to rely solely on letting these rogue, you know, letting these people with guns and power overtake your streets with hardly any oversight is not the answer and to keep doing the same things that we've been doing before over and over again expecting different results is insanity um i've seen all these cries to you know in order to combat the um the carjackings and the speeding uh we want more police cameras and it's like speed cameras and so like we've had in chicago we've had those cameras that's supposed to be tracking bullets the shootings haven't gone down right like have they I mean, a little bit, but can you can you credit it to those cameras? Um, speed cameras have been proven not to increase safety at any intersection. Speed cameras or red light cameras, but y'all crying for those. And then they, there was in my ward, people were asking for more police to be uh, on patrol to stop crime in the area. And it's like, yeah, you can have a police driving around with their flashing lights on, but it's like at some point they're going to go too far. They're going to run into somebody who's not doing anything wrong and make something out of nothing. Or you're going to have crime still going on, but just going to be more covert. Like, criminals don't care about the fucking law, bro. So, like, even, like, with, um, there was a shooting that just happened in, um, Michigan. Um, you know, uh, prayers and condolences to everybody who was involved in that. Uh, Michigan, I believe Michigan State University just had a shooting, uh, yesterday, I believe it was. And, um, you know, and this is, they said, uh, right uh, before I think today they had to vote on an assault rifle ban up there. And so it's like, you know, we can take guns out of everybody's hands and put all these laws out to, to like enforce the law and to help deter criminals. But does it really help deter criminals? Like we never get to the root of why people are doing what they're doing. And a lot of it, honestly, when you really start tracking down the root to a lot of these issues, it comes down to religion capitalism, divisive culture, the media, um, and just lack of education and lack of self-worth. Like mental health is real. People who don't have stable uh, upbringings and childhoods become these people that you're out here, you know, tr calling names and, 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 and villainizing um, on either side. Like, you know what I mean? So, so if they become cops and become road cops, that's just the other side of the coin to a criminal. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, there was, um, so I'm gonna wrap it up after this. There was a, I'll link that too, if I can remember, there was a teacher that I saw on an Instagram post that was a white teacher throwing a black kid around the classroom, like not completely throwing him around, but like slamming him in the chair. I think she bruised him. She hit him. She was cursing at him. Like she was completely out of control. And there were a majority of the comments of, I'm assuming black folks that were, cause it was a black page that was linked on that were defending this. They were like, he probably, what was he doing before she started doing it? How many times did she tell him to sit down? Y'all don't know. Some of these kids need that. They ain't got no discipline. The parents don't care. Some of these kids are bad, y'all. Some of these kids don't know how to listen. And I'm looking at this shit, and I just really wanted to cry tears for these children because 
y'all will say all of this stuff about these children and i mean literally these are literal quotes from these these black people or adults about how a white teacher and in the race don't even matter I, no teacher should be putting their hands on your child like this um is is abusing and physically assaulting and verbally assaulting and emotionally abusing these children in school when they're supposed to be trained professionals and they're supposed to be somebody that these children can trust and then you're gonna turn around and wonder when that kid come back to school and shoot the school up why the fuck that kid came back and shot the school up or you're you're normal you normalize abuse so much in your home and now in schools with these teachers and then when these children grow up to be criminals because everybody that, that was supposed to protect them did not and so now they out here just trying to figure out how they're gonna get it on their own now you're gonna turn around when he gets shot down in the street you're gonna be like oh why did the police do that to him? Y'all gonna be crying and he gonna be another fucking hashtag. I don't get how you have this cognitive dissonance where you can sit here and not see the path that you're leading these children down by advocating for violence against them. There are other ways to discipline children than putting your hands on them and physically fucking assaulting them. There are other ways to discipline children other than calling them names and trying to belittle them and, and not looking at the root of the problem or where the behavior is coming from or showing them better behavior. Or how about, you know, if the child was that unruly in class what happened to calling the parents what happened to sitting them in the hall what happened to sitting them in the corner what happened to making them write lines like it's a, it's so many other it's so many other levels to discipline than going straight fucking crazy on this child and beating their ass like they stole something from you this that's not your fucking right you put your hand on my fucking child and you're gonna have to fucking meet your motherfucking maker fucking with me because that shit is fucking out of line I don't even touch my children like that. I'll be damned if I let somebody else fucking do it. And then you talking about a fucking white teacher that you know, you know, may not, chances are, may not give a fuck about your black child and you gonna fucking get on a public platform and justify them putting their hands on the child with what did that kid do before the camera was rolling? Why the kids even got their phone out and all this other shit? Them kids got every fucking right to be fucking recording an out of control fucking teacher. These kids got every right to to be rebelling against you fucking crazy ass adults because they can see the bullshit that we be fucking putting out here. Kids are very fucking intelligent. They see through our bullshit. They see that we're fucking living a fucking lie. My daughter was telling me the other day about um or today about a teacher that was mad about um well I got a college degree and da 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 and getting upset because somebody tried to correct her and it's like this the shit right there that let kids know that y'all fucking can't be fucking trusted so because you got a college degree you will never be wrong because you got a college degree you you expect people to just fucking shut the fuck up and listen to whatever the fuck you saying even when they don't got no fucking base and logic because you got a college degree you can act a fucking fool because shit not going your way because you mad because you elected a fucking president who promised you he was gonna forgive your fucking student loans and ain't fucking forgave him based on some fucking bullshit when he had a motherfucking majority in motherfucking house in the congress where he could have fucking passed that shit or by executive order like the other motherfucking president did with all shit he wanted to fucking do because everybody fucking playing games with you and your fucking college degree because your college degree ain't getting you more than what the fuck this motherfucker working at mcdonald's for 15 dollars an hour was motherfucking getting because you fucking figured out that by the time you able to fucking retire you probably ain't gonna be able to live a motherfucking life because your quality the quality of your motherfucking life has been so diminished by the fucking dumbass food you eating and the fucking whack-ass health care that you motherfucking receiving that's the motherfucking outcome that you want to fucking take out on these motherfucking kids y'all got life fucked up
And the kids fucking know it. That's why they fucking rebelling. They know we fucking full of shit. So until we fucking fix our own shit, y'all should not be fucking fixing y'all mouth to talk about these bad kids and these bad teenagers and these bad criminals out in the fucking street. Because you created the motherfucking environment that allows criminals to fucking thrive and children to fucking go off the rails and not have a motherfucking future and not be able to fucking figure out how they gonna put food in their motherfucking mouths. Like I said, all the motherfuckers getting laid off for Google. They broken motherfucking promises of a capitalism that ain't doing nothing but sucking the fucking life out of us but y'all want to look the other motherfucking way and blame the kids because that's the easiest fucking thing to do sick as fuck and that's all i got for y'all today uh for this episode of chilling dreams my sweetness y'all have a good one save the children Like a